Loving greetings, my friends, from the Science of Mind Spiritual Center, a global community in unity. Thank you for joining me today as we celebrate this glorious thing called life. I am always committed with deep conviction that this message will uplift, inspire, and lighten you all up so that whatever you may be going through in life, you always have an arsenal of courage and fortitude and faith along with wise spiritual discernment so you can meet any challenge. And to have those challenges actually bring out your greatness. I know that together, by shining our lights brightly, we are making the world a better place, spirit to spirit, because we know that light has the strength and the power to overcome darkness. I want to remind you all and invite you all, the next seven-week course of classes is open for registration. It is part two of A New Design for Living, which is the text we're using for this class by Ernest Holmes and Willis Kinnear. Even if you've missed the first part, you can still take the second part. It begins March 13th, and we Zoom every Wednesday night from 7 to 8.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. This course is about empowering your intentions, your creative aspirations, and your spiritual practice. Again, it is open to everyone, even if you have not taken part one. If you would like information about our center, go to our website at somspiritualcenterla.org and you can enjoy listening to the meditations and talks online or on our podcast. If our message is giving you a deeper connection with spirit, liberates you from old past habits of negativity, so that you see your innate magnificence, please consider donating to our center. You may give at any time and any amount, automatically, weekly, or monthly. That's up to the individual. Each and every donation is appreciated and it makes a difference by allowing others to expand and prosper through the many organizations that we support. And you may donate with a credit card through PayPal from our website or from the weekly email blasts we send or by mail, and our mailing address is 14431, Sherman Oaks, California, 91423. I thank you all for being an active and supportive part of our global spiritual family, which is growing. And your giving is not only an expression of your support to our center, but it also reveals your compassion for our brothers and sisters who benefit from your generosity. So you're making a difference far and wide and in many wonderful ways. And here is one of those ways. This week, we are donating to AmeriCares, whose mission is to improve health for all people around the world so they can reach their full potential. And since their founding in 1979, AmeriCares has delivered more than $17 billion in quality medical aid and health programs 
to 164 countries. Wow. A great organization. Thank you for joining us in donating to them. If you would like to email me, I'd love to hear from you. My email address is faithfilled2 at aol.com. Let me know where you're listening from, what's going on in your life, any questions that you may have about the teaching. I'd love to hear from you. And now, if you will join me in the opening treatment. Let's take a few deep, deep breaths. We are one with all that is. We are wholeness expressed as God being everywhere present. We are complete in the realization that an active power of divine energy is in, through, and around us, directing all of our actions. Everything in life aligns with this pattern of truth and clarity, dissolving all confusion. We are illumined and sustained by the everlasting spark of truth. Our whole being is the outpicturing of a loving, healthy, and harmonious attitude of divine expression. This journey of life is tempered to every expression, every action, and every form of intelligence. The complete acceptance and recognition of this truth reinforces our consciousness of perfect clarity. And as we gratefully accept the power of these profound words as the absolute truth, I want you to always know there's a power within you and it can lift your life to its highest level. It can change illness into health. It can bring success out of failure and victory out of defeat. It can bring companionship and happiness out of loneliness. It will respond to you. It is the power within you. And so it is. Well, our theme for the month of March is staying on course by changing direction. And today's topic is turning confusion into clarity. I have a few things I want to say about the spiritual path. The first one is that it's not about sacrifice, nor is it about submission, nor is it about suffering. That really wouldn't be considered a consciousness of God. This spiritual path takes a firm commitment of love to and for the self as valid and worthy. It is only through spiritual discernment that search for freedom and happiness is more than temporary. There's a quote that goes like this. I asked God to give me happiness. God said, nope, I give you blessings Happiness is up to you. Are we trustworthy pathfinders of clarity, of infinite freedom? Can we become greater than we ever thought? Yes. Oh, yes. We have already invited into our lives the kingdom, the power, and the glory by lifting the veil of illusion or human struggle taking us out of the belief in fear, confusion, and limitation. Confusion is fear. Limitation is a derivative of fear. Know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. 
You know that limitations cannot be things of themselves. They can simply reflect states of mind. They are ideas, only ideas. We must step out of fear and not empower that same little human voice that calls a halt every time you have a great idea. I believe it was Joseph Campbell who said we must be willing to get rid of the life we've planned so as to have the life that is waiting for us. I think we all would say that the life we planned was not the life that we have right now. Most people will say, this is not the way I thought it would be at this stage in life. Well, we can fool ourselves into believing that our ambition worry and desire for success is driven by God. Illumination is an obedient and disciplined training course. By changing the direction of our mind, we redirect our intention and attention to our true priorities. Now, it may require giving up the desire for personal gain and letting spirit's perfection bring us forth with its brilliance. Losing the false sense of self is to know that God is real. That strain for gain syndrome disappears. See, the real self is never bound to anything. It's never sick afraid, or selfish, none of which is bad. The question is, am I taking full advantage of the benefits of practicing my spiritual practice? By that I mean knowing that spirit's perfection is at the core of your being, my being, our being. Great minds have purposes. Others have wishes. The story of Adam and Eve is very symbolic. You know, they were told to have fun in the garden. Go, enjoy, be happy. They were given total freedom to eat all the fruits growing in the garden, except for one tree, the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Ernest Holmes explained the meaning in this way in our textbook. We can eat from the tree, which bears fruit of love, and the more we eat from it, the better. However, when we begin to mix love with hate, we come into confusion. Now, I want to be clear about hate. Nobody ever uses the word hate or hateful anymore, usually. But it comes in different forms. It comes in separation. It comes in comparison. It comes in competitiveness. So it's anything that isn't loving. The fruit doesn't digest because hate is contrary to the nature of love. So why did God, the all-good, create such a tree? We always have freedom of choice, self-choice. As people, 
we are innately curious and we want to explore as much as we can and at times may wonder why we can't do exactly as we please and get away with it. I really know about this curiosity because I was just born with curiosity curious about all kinds of things, why things were certain ways, why people do certain things. I was always curious about the consciousness, not knowing the word, of course, when I was younger, but where are people coming from when they say certain things or they do certain things? What's the motivation behind what's being said or promised? At some place in life, we come to the realization that the freedom we are given to do what we want to do comes with a silent agreement that we must never use freedom to destroy ourselves. The story of Adam and Eve is you and I. We're all Adam and we're all Eve, the two sides of our nature. Adam the intellect, our conscious self-choice. Eve is our subconscious reaction. Now, we're told she first ate the fruit. Well, bless her heart. And then gave it to Adam. Hmm, I don't know. When thought patterns become dominant, they control even the intellect. We all want happiness. And we're put on earth to enjoy life. And we're given the freedom to decide how it is we're going to live and enjoy that life. Gratitude is free. If you withhold gratitude, you are cheating yourself. Gratitude is love's highest expression. It needs to be expressed. A person who isn't filled with gratitude is devoid of love. I know. Therefore, devoid of God and therefore not sourced by divine power. Now, not really, because love is always there within everyone. God is always there. Divine power is always available. But you have to recognize it. So some individuals, rather than expressing love, they have simply chosen to express the barriers to love. Who are they cheating? Only themselves. When the spirit of love and gratitude flow through you, you are experiencing the certainty of infinite spiritual freedom. It's like you can take on the world. This means you are all that the infinite is, all that God is, all that spirit is. You're not limited by a human body. You're actually transformed by it. And this means that your mind is the mind of all the creative energy of the universe. And it governs everything. You have been anointed and appointed. Now, what are you going to do about it? Are you going to change? Are you going to stay the same? Keep getting the same results? Being dissatisfied with them? Or are you going to decide, you know what, just for today, maybe I'll 
I'll decide to be grateful and express that gratitude for all that I've been given. To have spiritual values and yet not practice them is pretty silly. Science of mind doesn't teach that you can be happy, prosperous, and healthy all the time. This science does teach that by improving your mental attitude, as a result, life will be happier, healthier, and a lot more prosperous. I believe it was the great mystic Raymond Charles Barker who said, your happiness is in direct ratio to your ability to give yourself to others. There is freedom in the sincere expression of yourself. Express the truth about yourself and the truth about yourself is that you recognize your power and are in complete command of every situation. You are cause, not effect. And there's one life that keeps you poised at all times and always knows what to say and how to say it. We can't just say, oh yeah, I know the truth and the truth sets me free. That is all very well. It's just too indefinite. Truth is only that which we know. In the abstract, the truth doesn't apply because truth can only work through our perception. We need to be definite and learn to complete our thought and say, the truth must be that the power within me is adequate to enable me to do that which I choose to do. Not what somebody else tells me I should do, but what is in my heart and soul to do. Will the world agree? No. Will you gain approval? Probably not. I rarely do. The truth must be that the power within me is adequate to enable me to do that which I choose to do. That statement is a definite statement of truth, of absolute truth, with a personal association. That places value on your divine expression now and overrides and releases old concepts of inefficiency, personal failures, and opinions or approval or disapproval. There has to be a personal identification with that which we know about the infinite and ourselves. Those attributes that we ascribe to God must also belong to us. It's not up for negotiation. It isn't a debate. The truth about each one of us, each one of you, is not in the testimony of the senses, not things which are fleeting, but with the building up a sense of power 
with finding a sense of power that enables us to accomplish a vision. That must be the truth about every individual. Be careful not to misplace your devotion. We may find ourselves spending more time on people and being dedicated to them or to things or to our possessions when what we need is more spiritual devotion. That will unleash everything and guide you to all the things, all the possessions, all the people, everything. Establishing an awareness of God's presence and our love of a sacred meaning of life ought to be the focus rather than the manifestation process. The manifestation process is a natural result of a proper direction and focus. Life is abundant and opulent by nature. That's just the way that it is. The realization of an infinite life, we have to know that there is nothing that can in any way interfere with the harmonious manifestation of that life. If we live in the realization of infinite life. Nothing can interfere with a harmonious manifestation. Every authentic spiritual practice begins with love and acceptance of oneself. And sometimes that is the most tedious practice. Seeing your divine essence and the divine essence in everything and trusting and knowing that you are poised in a space and a place to learn to live by inspiration and not desperation. And remember that spiritual freedom is infinite, not finite. Therefore, the source of your life is infinite energy, power, love, and wisdom. Limitation is not a principle. It's a state of mind. If that's my belief, then I need to heal that thought and that belief. To experience and express spiritual freedom, I have to surrender the lower self to the higher self. New patterns of thought must come from a source higher than the old ones so they conform to the nature of the life principle, God. See, the life principle is the truth. And the truth is that which does not permit limitation. Ernest Holmes said that the nearer we approach the truth, the more power we have. The nearer we approach the the power, sorry, the nearer we approach the truth, the more power we have. So the further we are from the truth, the more powerless we feel. That's when we hand 
dominion over to other people, places, and things. The universe is limitless and infinite. It is your faithful servant. Place a demand upon it, and it delivers. In our measure of it, we may limit our experience of it, but we certainly can't limit the universe. Here are some golden words that we need to hear over and over again. No one can live for us. No one can learn for us. No one can grow for us. No one can rob us of our lessons, nor can we rob others of theirs. We must do it by becoming aware of the highest and best that is within and by being committed to that being our expression at all times. You've been given the gift of life and that life is infinite and that life being infinite means that your spiritual freedom is infinite. You are free as a spiritual being to be clear, to make choices, to have dominion, to step into your authority and do and be and feel and act in perfect alignment with the spirit that lives within you. Not somebody else's spirit, your spirit. Again, you've been given the gift of life. That life is infinite and that life being infinite means that your spiritual freedom is infinite. Thank you. And so begins the lesson. Now please join me in the closing treatment. Take a couple of deep breaths. And we know together that we recognize God, Spirit, is ever-present, ever-available, nearer than hands and feet, as close as our breath. We're grounded in the changeless reality. Every change has within it the possibility of greater good. When we seek first the kingdom of heaven, the rest is already added unto us. In the silence of our own thought, let us heal ourselves of fear and doubt and uncertainty. We may get tossed and turned by outer conditions and circumstances, even lose our way. Yet, in the midst of change, our essence is changeless and eternal. Our foundation is built on the one the changeless spirit of God. The light of God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. The presence of God watches over us. Wherever we are, God is. All is well.
and so it is. And now, my friends, you go forth as messengers of loving kindness, turning confusion into clarity, and make known this truth so your life continues to increase in value by simply sharing the value with someone else. Until next time, stay safe, be well, be kind, especially to yourself. Namaste.